0: Does DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Creating a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even how were the muscular it? men with page boy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right and he's Rob. Hi and welcome to this podcast. One of a lot of podcasts you could be listening to, but you've tried this one. And if this is the first time you're listening to us,
1: I'm Rogan. Yeah, no, yeah, no,
0: no. Oh, I don't want to. That's yeah,
1: I that's don't. that's not. Oh,
0: God, we if 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 you were Joe Rogan, one the production value of this podcast would be so much goddamn better. Uh, as it is, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all can hear my air conditioner. All right, uh, if you, we start, uh, we start every podcast with uh, with apologizing making amends clarifying and rectifying things from the last episode now the last episode we talked about the best duos duos. did we miss anything or is there Um, anything that people have said like wow off the mark on that completely did anyone talk about the fact that we talked a lot about sherlock and watson but never put them on either of our lists
1: yes that's um I, I did hear somebody say that I should have included the veggie tales but The Veggie tales Yeah, I'm I'm kidding. Oh, okay.
0: I'm like I d I 1st of all I, I thought just, they were more than one vegetable. Oh, I thought
1: they had like you know, like the the Burt Ernie of the veggie tales No, I I
0: don't I don't know, Rob. I've never been a Christian toddler, so <laughs> never Never watched. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm just, I'm just,
1: no matter what I say here, it's going to be bad. Yeah. So, All right. Let's so, go.
0: So we don't have any apologies. We don't have any acts of contrition to do uh, for that one. So we'll, we'll get right into this one. Uh, we'll start with introductions. My name is Monty Ike. And uh, on the other line here is uh, the the claw to my Inspector Gadget, the swiper to my Dora, the Explorer and the homophobic stepdad to my He-Man poster. <laughs> my best friend Rob Lim. Wow,
1: Rob. that that uh, I of all the ones that I expected you to do, I
0: you didn't expect homophobic no, stepdad to homophobic. my He-Man poster. No. No. Well, I don't think people expected me to uh talk about the time you killed a kid, but we we did it and yes. uh yeah. it's out there. It's really surprising that not one single agency hasn't called me uh, and wanted me to talk about it but let's I guess yeah, podcasts
1: are not an admission of guilt I
0: guess not um, apparently they're they're too busy uh doing okay so to other people so let's
1: let's get into it because I feel like we've just yeah
0: listened. no what are we talking about tonight um, Rob we
1: are talking about well for once we got I shouldn't say for once Doug oh. has been very good about giving these our only listener. ideas He's yes, our he he well him and, I think, Tony Toth are our only listeners.
0: Right, okay, but. there are two of them. That's not even... Let's, let's, let's be honest. Those friends are great. And they're old, beautiful, wonderful friends. We have other friends that don't listen. That don't. That have history with us. That have pledged allegiance to us in different ways. You know, we have blood brothers, roommates... Friends, that have deep dark secrets, deep dark secrets against us. Yeah, like th- Rob's not the only friend of mine who's killed somebody, and that guy doesn't even listen to this show. and I have said repeatedly that I would go to the authorities, but uh, it's whatever. Anyway, Rob, let's talk about uh, not the fact that you ch- killed that child. As part of your religious cult in, uh, in Idaho. <laughs> um, let's talk about what we're talking about, which is what now?
1: Tonight we are talking about, thanks to Doug's suggestion, yes, that thanks, why don't Doug. we go with rivals. Or rivals.
0: We did duos. Like, These are uh enemies, frenemies, rivals.
1: Rivals. Not necessarily uh, enemies, yin but yings? definitely, yeah, yin and oh. yang, I think. Yeah, oh. definitely... Well, you got to change. Oh, I got a lot
0: now. of. I know I got a lot of just fucking hateful enemies, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I well, sometimes, good. in some cases, I do think it is an enemy, but I do think the better way of putting it is a is a rival or a yin and a yang, where one really can't exist without the other. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. All right then. I I like it. Let's 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 mm, let's do it.
1: And even as I say that, I I think I. Yeah, I'll wait till you to before I rectify okay. that statement. But, but yeah, no, okay. Yeah, don't. Let's.
0: Let's <laughs> you better rectify yourself before you objectify yourself, my friend. Okay. Um, like you did with that nude calendar that you put out three years ago. It seems.
1: Hey, I was dressed up like a fireman.
0: That's <laughs> true. That's true. All right. Uh, who who wants to start with our? Uh, we're doing another. What? This is another list show, guys. It's not a straight yes, argument. It's another another list. list show. Yeah. It's not a straight oh, argument, but argument. I think i got I, this one I, I'm really pretty good at um, okay. okay yeah, who wants to go well, first I'll go
1: first I'll go first okay I yeah. think um I'm gonna start off with especially in recent Marvel movie days. this has been a a pretty good rivalry to to mm-hmm. to start with uh definitely I think you need with one you get the other automatically, but I do feel that not just based upon the movies, but mythology and comic book lore that Thor and Loki really are the yin and the yang of, of Norse mythology. Um, you, well, yes, Loki is evil. And in some ways, um, he's not evil. He is the mischievous younger brother or older brother or half brother, whatever you want to it. Adopted
0: brother, I think is what people mostly say.
1: Yeah. Adopted. Um, that, You really don't have the full Thor story until you throw in what Loki has done to him throughout his life and vice versa. I mean, Loki would not be the evil person he was if he didn't have the brotherly rivalry he had growing up with him. Uh, There are some wonderful stories, Marvel comic wise, of uh, them growing up and getting into trouble. Thor constantly having to bail him out. And in a few cases where Thor had to be bailed out by his brother, but then not admitting how much he needed it. Yeah, you know, where both sides of it, both sides really are sometimes at fault. It's not always that, well, Thor is always the knight in shining armor and Loki's a mischievous jerk. Loki's actually uh, quite redeemable as a child growing up and kind of forced into the position of, well, I'm not getting recognized in any way, shape, or form as the younger sibling. Mm-hmm. I need to do my own thing.
0: And sometimes that own thing is, uh, you know, uh, leading an army uh, to conquer your brother's Asgard, yeah. favorite place. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that sometimes that happens. I know when I was a young man, I wanted to escape my older brother's shadows and I did so by leading an army of undead. And uh and, then,
1: yeah. and peeing on his car.
0: Mostly it's peeing on his car, but you were there, and in my defense, I think he deserved it. He, uh, he definitely he did. deserved it. He it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh no, I think that's a good one. I, I think it's a good dichotomy. Um I have one that's uh that's more um that is not is not so much yin and yang. And I'll explain why, um, but it's very similar. Uh, my my first pick uh, is the Master and the Doctor. And
1: ah, oh, good one.
0: And good here one. here's why I I don't it's it's sort of brotherly, but it's sort of not. They're the last two surviving Time oh. Lords. Um, but I
1: thought of Doctor Who, and I could not think of who his right.
0: His, the, that the, is perfect. The Master. Hates the doctor and wants to see the doctor ruin. The master is selfish and wants to, to conquer the world. But the doctor is constantly, constantly trying to redeem him. And um towards him
1: like almost brotherly. I would. Say. Yeah. Almost. Well,
0: towards the end of uh, of of number 12, um, uh, Missy, who is the master gender swapped. Um, yes. uh Missy actually did find some redemption but was killed by a previous version of herself so uh, a younger version a, a, a uh, younger in the timeline version of the master uh, uh, killed Missy because Missy uh, was finding redemption uh, with the doctor and so uh, the master uh, offed himself or herself depending on how you want to do it um, which a lot of people believe is why uh, when the 12th Doctor regenerated, he regenerated two into a woman. Um, because oh. uh, because of that. Because the Master did it first. Hmm. Um, but who knows? But yeah, I, I, I think the Master, especially in the... So, I, I think with all things Doctor Who, in the original run, um, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s... Uh, everything was a lot more melodrama, a lot more cut and dry, a lot more black and white. The Master was evil. The Doctor was good. When they rebooted everything, including the Master, it got really crazy. And I think the turn I'm thinking of, there's a there's a turn where the Master poses as a human and becomes Prime Minister of England and effectively takes over. Is that during over. the
1: late in the Tenant run? Yeah,
0: late in the Tenant run. And, and I think that version of the Master shows the Doctor desperately trying to change the master or convince the master that he's wrong he he des- i think at that point the doctor desperately wants to have another time lord a number another gallifreyan um to talk to and to be with because he's the last of his kind and he knows it um and uh the master just wants to punish him and i think th- there's some subtext there of the master blaming the doctor for the destruction of gallifrey which the doctor clearly has a part in um so it's just it's just different it's weird it It really frames the master and the and the doctor in this crazy thing of one wants redemption- and the other feels that the other one needs to be corrupted and uh I think it's a good yin and yang kind of speaking
1: I completely agree i i i, I should have picked that as my
0: sitting, number one though God
1: yeah i well, I kept sitting there thinking about who would be and i i couldn't i didn't think of the master and one of my favorite stories is that last tenant story where, you know, he kind of yeah. sacrifices himself, you know, and then has dun, to do the kind of, dun, yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Um, of course it's you.
1: But doesn't it, and I I say it's my favorite, but it's been so long since I've seen it. I thought at the end there's a little bit of redemption to that master. It, at the very very not a,
0: yeah not 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 enough not not there's okay. not an there's a little hint but there's not enough and i think that's what drives a lot of the other stories if you haven't seen the 12th doctor with missy um missy is fantastic i have
1: but it's
0: yeah it, i missy the, is a great reimagining of uh the master and has a beautiful arc the arc of missy is beautiful, too. I especially like the fact that we introduced Missy and didn't know she was the Master for a very long time until she finally says, call me Missy, because you can't call me the Master anymore. Wasn't that the way
1: when the Master was introduced under David Tennant? Yeah. Then all of a sudden he... Yeah, he's just an evil guy,
0: and then all of a sudden it's like, no. Like, it's that idea that I'm hiding the fact that I'm the Master, which is just beautiful. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. No, that's
1: a damn good pick. I like that. Well, thanks.
0: Thanks. I enjoy it. Uh, What's your
1: next one? I'm going to go with an obvious one. Again, probably one that could very well be on your list and one we've talked about. But I think especially with some of the um, social uh, unrest, civil, civil mm. unrest is probably okay. a better one. Uh, Xavier and Magneto and what they kind of represented in the time in which they were created. Um, mm-hmm. Many people have. Compared them to uh, Malcolm, X, drawing, and, like, d- and Malcolm Dr. X and Malcolm X and Dr. King. Yeah,
0: I yes. think that. Okay, it's it's really funny because, and and I'm going to interject here in just a little, for just a second. I think what's very funny is, and I talked about this to my kids not that long ago, is white people like to put those two into these camps. Now Martin Luther King really believed in nonviolence because he saw the success that Gandhi had in India. And he felt that was the way of doing it. Right. He feels that that's Mm -hmm. the that's the moral way of doing it. It's the one that's more in line with his faith uh, in Christ. But it also is the way he believes to get the world to fall on African-American side. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X isn't necessarily an extremist in the point of like, let's put bombs and stuff. What he says is we need to stop kowtowing and we need to do this by any means necessary Mm -hmm. and i think really that isn't necessarily a call for open bloodshed what i think no what i think malcolm x was trying to do was was get us to this point of maybe a riot is what is needed sometimes maybe maybe what has happened and we understand that malcolm x actually is one malcolm x understands what happened in tulsa it hasn't been washed away from Malcolm X and all these things I think that's I think that's funny I think but I do think that there's this idea that because Magneto's a terrorist, right yes yeah I mean, I know um, he's been back and forth
1: well and as what people want to find like, nuance. His, his original I think his original character has been retconned quite a few times, yeah, but I think that the ideal version that you and I know growing up has been at least compared to Charles Xavier is Dr. Dr. King, yeah, where Dr. he believes in a peaceful coexistence, working right. together, where Magneto was more the extreme. Yeah. And again, that has changed throughout time. Um, yeah. But at least... I,
0: And I do... Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing that... And I, I think you're exactly right. Your comparisons are exactly right. Um, I just think that it's... It's really funny because in in my eyes now I see that so much whitewashing is done to the civil rights movement, and Absolutely. therefore that's why the the sort of uh, the sort of fantasy uh, comic book of the sixties. E- it's easy to place those things down, and it's easy to again to be black and white, right? And and I my and that that is actually I'm trying not to use that phrase anymore because I think it's. It's terrible. White hats, and black hats, all that stuff is getting bad. I agree. Um, and that's not what and, I mean. There's, there's and good and there's and evil and no there's position. wrong and there's right. Yeah. And we're not, we're and not, you once and I fed.
1: are in no position to weigh in on what reality is to this situation. Right.
0: Exactly. But what I'm saying is, is there's this narrative. Uh, I think it's, I think that's a, such a good choice, dude. Um, because what it is, and, and understand, most of these experiences are written through white male cis white mm-hmm. male writers so <laughs> everything is done and i don't
1: think i and, don't think that stan lee's intention you know maybe no 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 stan lee's, unrest, dude, I don't think stan, lee's
0: stan lee specifically wrote the x-men as an allegory for race and, and civil rights absolutely uh, from everything that i've ever read about stan lee the man is a, not a racist he's an anti-racist he doesn't believe in any of those things. But I think the other thing about it is, though, he's still a product of his time. I mean, he's progressive for as much as he can be progressive, but he still does this whole th- sort of thing of, here's what's acceptable, and here's what's not acceptable in the struggle. And that's what I think we're dealing with, right? Magneto is a bad guy, because he's not doing what is accessible, acceptable in the struggle. We've decided this violent uh, a way of... Uh, of demanding rights is not acceptable for society, but yet a peaceful coexistence. What I'm saying is I think you did a, I think that's a great rivalry. I think that's well, a great well, tension. And I'm I think really it's a funny like thing to talk
1: about. Right. Yeah. We're comparing it. But again, I, I only, the only reason I brought up the comparison was a lot of people, especially during, I'd say the nineties and early aughts, maybe Use this a lot more yes. because it was something we could relate to. I do think its intention was mm-hmm. civil a civil right movement. Again, it was two white guys. One is Jewish.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. But and, I mean, Stan Lee but also that story is,
1: was not originally added. That yeah, came later. That was retconned as well. Mind. Yeah, to, to give um, him
0: more depth, right?
1: Yeah. No, I, I.
0: What I'm saying is, I think that's a. I think it's. I think that's a great allegory. I think it's a great uh thing i think stanley did his best but what i'm what i'm saying is stanley is a writer he's the one that starts who starts to shape that comparison right absolutely and it's again it's it's done through these eyes and i think it's actually one of the things that i think is as you know i think we've the x-men have in the last 20 years decided that it's better to be more complicated than anything and it's better to just put shades on shades on shades than it is to have a cogent story half the time which is and, and fine every story is a good story to tell some sort of message fine. and
1: it's really really com- I, I, convoluted is not the right word complex might yeah. be a better word but the depth that's going on right now where even even apocalypse is talking to xavier going yeah that's the best move. So it's like, so yeah, yeah. And what I'm saying is,
0: yeah. And what I'm saying is that might actually be one of the most, um, genuine things is with civil rights and and when demanding your rights and and getting equal rights, it is very complicated and multifaceted. And these male white writers didn't know it at the time, but they're actually making it by making it so complex. They're doing a better job of telling the story. Than strict this way and strict that way, convoluted is more real than non convoluted, and Absolutely. I think that's I think that's that's a good thing. And I now you've bottom, heard it on tape that yes. I think that the X Men's convoluted thing is good for something.
1: Um, bottom line is any anything that gives anybody a tool of at least giving some understanding, and I do believe that that is at least what the intention was telling stories through the like it it gave me like it's like oh okay i see what these people are persecuted for just being born right and and so it was it was a way i, I can't say relate but at least again even like i don't want to use words like understand
0: no it's right? it's to educate but, it, it, look, yes. we we won't ever understand, but we it's to help us empathize. There's to gain empathy, and understanding. Yes. We will that's never have 100% understanding of this. Never. That is what white privilege is all about: is not having to even begin to understand. Like we will we, we'll never fully understand.
1: But the word but, empathy is a good one. Yeah, yeah and but it also it, I mean this and it, awareness.
0: Yeah, an awareness and an education. Right. So uh, I think that's that's a good pick. Um, just so you know, I have no comic book characters on my list.
1: Really? I, I have a lot and then I kind of...
0: Yeah, I know. That's why I decided I went, to do this.
1: <laughs> I, I went with some sports ones too.
0: So. Oh, crazy. Well, all right then. Yeah. Um, My next one is Tesla and Edison. Nice! Yeah, Um, and I think this has gotten a lot of, like, pop culture-y... Spin yeah. on it right now. A lot of people are like, oh,
1: the prestige was by, and I know that was super. I mean, I know that yeah. that wasn't that was just Tesla, but again, I mean, that was, $1. but $1. that was
0: also cloning. What yeah. okay? Um, Tesla never cloned anyone, and really, what it's about is that about AC, know. right? I, I think a lot of this boils down to ACDC, but I think it's amazing. Here was two geniuses living in the same time. And they're totally different. I, actually, as a matter of fact, Doctor Who even touches on Tesla versus Edison um, in the last season. So, um, But uh, here it is. The, the two great minds that maybe, uh, if they uh, were alone in their time, uh, things would have been different, at least for one of them. But the fact that they were there, and really Edison isn't even... To me, I think Tesla's smarter. I think he's a more mad genius. I think Edison relies on his his laboratory his smart people that he's surrounded with and the ones that he is i think he's a better edison's clearly a better marketer and a better businessman but i don't think he's as smart as tesla i think he's he's been given credit for more than he was done i think tesla is a shitty businessman he 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 is all genius he he's created a lot of different things and he was very smart but he didn't know how to how to market those things it's amazing to think if this wasn't a rivalry if this was a duo what amazing shit would have happened if there was a if there was a if that if that if that relationship would have changed or been helpful in some way if edison wasn't so narcissistic and would have allowed tesla to get some acclaim while still being a part of it or help tesla in any way i mean it, it would be amazing what that would have happened with but i like these guys because um because it's sort of a classic story of of, uh, of a mad genius loner and 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 somebody who's certainly very smart, but Edison is just more polished and more presentable, and therefore he has the success. He also, by the way, electrocuted a fucking elephant to prove his point, and that's pretty shit. But whatever. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't. I know very little except what has been in movies yeah. and that. It's,
0: it's very. Tesla and Edison both had two different types of generators out there. And uh, Tesla, I believe, was alternating current and Edison was direct current, AC, DC. Um, one of them, uh, so I think, and I actually might have gotten that, I think Edison maybe was alternating current and Tesla was direct current. One of them is more dangerous for electrocution, but it gives more power and it's more efficient. And one of them is less efficient, but is a little safer. Um, and they own patents on either one of those. And there was a big, huge thing. Westinghouse, the, uh, the Westinghouse family um, was going to start uh, building appliances and building uh, their own sort of thing. And whoever they chose AC or DC and how to power it was going to be the leader. And, and that's what happened um and of course the funny thing is is you know by the time the 70s and 80s rolled around i remember my tv having ac and dc it could do both and that was (laughs) you know i remember having ac slash dc and i thought that was totally cool um other countries adopted tesla's uh, version i wish i knew i think tesla's is alternating but i don't know i don't i can't remember really don't know and i don't want to look it up yeah but anyway i i just think that's i think that's an interesting true life story of two people who it would have been amazing if they would have gotten their shit together but they didn't get their shit together they decided to try to destroy each other instead of trying to work together and i think that's a great rivalry (laughs) so (laughs) there you go
1: yeah amazing
0: and uh i mean really
1: and i can't speak to it at all to be honest i
0: Well, I can barely speak to it. I love the
1: prestige. I I love the prestige.
0: Yeah, well, you... Was that... uh, What is that? uh, Wolverine versus... uh, Batman. Batman, that's right. Christian Bale was in it. I forgot.
1: And Black Widow's in it, too. What? What? I love ScarJo. Oh, ScarJo.
0: Let me count the ways. And it's directed
1: by Nolan, so... um, Colin
0: Jost doesn't deserve Scarlett Johansson.
1: I said it. You fucking said it okay so i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna really switch gears in and okay. go on a route that you and i rarely go in on this podcast i should right. say uh-huh. uh i'm gonna go in a sports route
0: you're gonna go with auburn versus uh alabama no uh no, cubs versus I, reds or uh cubs slope. versus cardinals
1: very close i'm going with very specific characters oh. characters characters players from the Cardinals versus
0: oh okay yeah let's do this
1: Sammy Sosa versus Mark McGuire
0: oh yeah
1: literally saving baseball from ruin
0: by juicing Um, the fuck up
1: yeah Mm. and it just happened to be juicing and but I I don't know if baseball would have survived had they not had that home run derby at that I I mean yes it would have survived that's that's pretty (sighs) clearly I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hyperbole there, but it is definitely it was hurting. Baseball was hurting bad, yeah. and I, I thought, was Sosa on the Cubs. I thought the Sosa was a Cubs, Giants. Sosa was a Cub. Nope, he was a Cub.
0: Oh, he he retired with the Giants, though, right?
1: I do not know where he retired. Yeah,
0: I'm I pretty did sure. I
1: Tell you, um,
0: I could have sworn Sosa was at the with the uh, San Francisco Giants, so but it good.
1: was. It, it it helped because first of all Mark Maguire was a cardinal Sammy yeah. Sosa was a cub they are in the same division yeah. uh, there was that rivalry all season long they were literally neck and neck it would it, it would be like every night i would turn on the tv and watch espn to see who got three more hits that are three more home runs that day and if mark maguire had not been there and sosa had had that run he would have been i mean it it's it's astronomical the numbers he individually was put it putting yeah. up, but the fact that they were just going back and forth, it was an incredible season. And I've never been that interested in baseball. You know, I've always had a loose interest in baseball. I've, I've never been a, a deep follower, but I've always had just a oh I'll check to see what their record is this week, and oh here we go. They're you know I, I I'm a Cardinal fan first, but I don't follow like I did when I was ten. And because I'm just much more interested in football, but with, it's
0: much more interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm just being well, a it's dick, all, it,
1: with with baseball. It's all about stats for me, at least. right. Mm-hmm. That's all I care. You know, and you're watching the stats. And but with that year, I just remember I, I had to turn on the TV every day just to see. Did Mark McGuire get a few more? Did Sammy Sosa get a few more? And it was, still, it was like a friendly rivalry, but still kind of, you know, I mean, you times here's the thing that
0: I got to say about this is when I saw because like I didn't know who who the fuck Mark McGuire was until this happened. And like everyone else, we were all you know, we all followed it that year. But I remember then like years later seeing an earlier picture of Mark McGuire, a picture of Mark McGuire, like two, three seasons before that. And like being like, okay, what the absolute fuck? (laughs) He looks ginormous now.
1: What? Oh, he did. He totally like roided out big time, and uh, you know, eventually came clean and said he did. And that's yeah. why he'll never be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, uh, I think that, I, I actually
0: think that's absolutely crazy. You know, I do
1: too. Because you put the asterisks, you say during this time frame, we don't know. There were a lot of you know pitchers that you know uh, uh, Clemens. You, you yeah, know, I don't know. But I don't they, they know the they were juicing as well. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, that it, it, it's assumed, but never proven. I believe I well, isn't, don't, well, isn't I don't half know. of it,
0: isn't half of it, the ability to get, to even just get contact on the ball. I mean, I realize that if you're super strong, you have the ability to knock it out of the park more. It,
1: <laughs> it's it's an amplifier. I mean, if you're bad, it's not going to make you good. Right. But if you're good, it's going to make you a little better and you recover quick. I'm not I'm not justifying it. I don't okay. think it should be used, but I think everybody t- to punish an entire group this way feels I don't know, I don't want to get into this subject. Maybe it is a, <laughs> a, a debate for another time, but I don't know enough about it to I well, I would to give a true opinion, but I I don't think that to wipe it completely out of history right you know this 20 year span of of a sport just to say that this didn't happen if everyone so was
0: juicing isn't that the same as nobody juicing i mean seriously yeah. if every i mean honestly if everyone's juicing then what did it matter maybe maybe that's the difference there i'm
1: sure there were some not but
0: yeah my Siri just went off i don't know why she was like, I don't understand what juicing's all about. What, do you want me to get you some juice? And I'm like, no, I don't want to get any juice, man. Oh, the juice. Uh, that's anyway, a great one. That's... I, I think he, I think that's, a, that's a good personal rivalry. I like that one. I like that one. Well, that... it,
1: it, it personally got me into baseball. And for the longest time, Mark McGuire was my favorite player.
0: I prefer Ozzy.
1: Well, Ozzy had been long retired at that
0: point. Still. I'd take him, I'd pick him first on my team. I'd be like, Ozzy. And he'd be like, I am, am I still alive? I'm not doing my backflips. Yeah, stuff. I'm not. He's I alive. am. He's, I'm in this. He'd come out with the walker, and the one with what? the sit down in it.
1: I still have the shirt your father did. The
0: yeah, I can't fit in it. Yeah. The yeah.
1: Ozzy, the Ozzy, I almost said Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. The Ozzy Smith aye, shirt aye, your dad aye. brought back.
0: Do, 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 do,
1: do, do, do. Uh,
0: what size is that shirt? Small? It was it small?
1: It was, I think, a large, but it, in a kid's size. Oh, okay, a kid's like, large.
0: And he gave that to you when yeah. you were 22?
1: No, I, I was...
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I, I want to say I was 14, 15.
0: Uh, huh. Hold on, I'm just, just going gonna, gonna to look at the things that my father gave me. Uh, <laughs> you were the one... I don't dumbass. know how he knew... No. <clears throat>
1: I don't know how he knew I was a Cardinal fan, other than you must have told him. Because he was going to St. Louis for some reason.
0: Bro, you wore a St. Louis hat. <laughs> That's how he knew. You wore a fucking Cardinals hat when you were 14, when you were 15, when you were 16, when you were 17, when you were 18, you're 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 20. You wear Cardinals hats. Uh, or my mother told him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He did not... Get me anything on that trip. I don't know that. Oh, that's, well, hold on a second here. It looks like he uh, got me some cigarettes. There we go. <laughs> Smoke them up, boy. Here you go. Have some of these. Uh, pass those amongst yourselves. All right. Um. So these are, I'm, I'm not sure if this is the best order for me, but I'm going to go with it. I'm just going to try to break things up a little bit. Okay. Um so the next one I'm going with is Ernst Blofeld and Bond, James Bond. Um, and again, uh, these guys are, are enemies. There's obviously some serious bad blood there. I mean, uh, Blofeld kills Bond's uh, wife in the books, uh, I guess in the movie too. And in, in, uh, on her Majesty's secret service, um, But I I like the fact, again, these are two characters who are desperately trying to be the best at what they are, right? And that's what pits them together all the time. Blofeld is just, you know, working very hard to become the leader of a, a multinational terrorist organization that brokers in death and blackmail, right? You know, Spectre. Um and, and James Bond is just doing his best to become the top agent for Her Majesty's Secret Service. And these two get pitted against each other just by happenstance that they're in rival organizations. And they become uh, the two who are constantly pit against each other. But I really like... Uh, I, I've always enjoyed... I think the Bond movies... So in the books, Blofeld isn't necessarily the bad guy in all this stuff all the time. That's not what happens in the books, because in the books... Spectre is a part of the KGB because it's really just England versus Russia. Um, but in the movies, Ernst Blofeld, played by like 80 different actors, just as many as Bond. Um, they're always together. I, I'm trying to remember which which movie it was where Bond drops what he thinks is Blofeld into a chimney from a helicopter. Like he picks up Blofeld in his... Uh, in his uh, wheelchair and drops him off the skids of his helicopter into I'm trying to remember which that one is might be Octopussy might be Thunderball I I don't remember Um, but I always found that very funny it's not Thunderball it's definitely either Moonraker or Octopussy it may be Moonraker because Moonraker doesn't have Blofeld at the uh, as the main villain anyway um Blofeld and Bond there you go I'm not even sure how much I would even talk about it a lot (laughs) but there they are uh, I love Bond. What can I say?
1: Yeah, well, oh, and I think that's good. And I was trying to think of what you would go with the Bond, because I, I assumed you were going to go with the Bond. Um, oh, but yeah.
0: Well, okay. I blew Dr. Claw and Inspector Gadget in the opening. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's kind of I, 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 I'll throw. Yeah, but I'll say that for an honorable mention. Okay. I will go with this. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going this route. Sticking back to my comic book thing. Okay. And uh, one day I would really hope that cinematically we get this. and I have a feeling that it's possible. But with the reintroduction of the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we could one day get a cinematic version of the Hulk versus the thing. And I think comic book wise, there is nothing better than seeing those two go head to head. It almost seemed once every five years, there was a story written about those two going to head. And it was always poor fucking clobbering time would just lose. He would always have him on the ropes and would just lose. Um, I think he has won maybe once or twice, but most of the time he always loses to the Hulk. Um, Well, because the Hulk But nobody else can... Yes. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk is, is exponentially the stronger.
0: Well, yeah. I, I think it's. I think there was somebody who, who just talked about this not long ago on, on something that I watched about. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is really shitty in its constants of power. You know what I mean? Like, in one hand. I don't, but... So at one point, Thanos is trading blows with the Hulk. And then on the next thing you know steve rogers is able to stop a fist from hitting him and okay. and there's a see there's see that that's the thing and for me some of it is real because like for when it comes to the hulk the hulk is exponentially strong driven by rage mm. and other things like it's and arguably
1: it's, it should be the strongest entity yeah without you know blasters or rings yeah. or whatever just in a straight Angry punching fight, fight,
0: yeah, he should be able to. He
1: should be the at least. I would, I would make him stronger than Superman.
0: Please. Yeah, I I agree completely. I I like that. I there there are they rivals in just the fact that they've punched though occasionally. Or, or I, I mean, are they rivals? The, like I don't remember enough stories of the Hulk and the Thing. Do they um, have a rivalry?
1: Well, it, it it's it's kind of like you know rivals in the way that you always see superman racing the flash who's faster who's mm-hmm. really faster who's really superman strong Is the flash so it's who's really stronger is it the hulk is it the thing and i think i literally i almost think that if you want a dc comparison it's always the flash is racing superman it's always the hulk is verse thing and i think it's been written especially in the fantastic four but a few times in the hulk and sometimes just in some random book um and I do believe that nine times out of ten, the Hulk always seems to win. But once in a while, the blue ever blue eyed, <laughs> ever loving blue. I can't. What's the it,
0: ever loving blue eyed I don't remember.
1: It's ever loving blue eyed thing from the uh, you know the yeah. Yancey Street. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, I don't know that the, part. The slang of of the thing. I just, I just, I want to see it cinematically done. I want to see it where, like, you Professor. Know, the Hulk bus-
0: Professor Hulk versus the Thing—is that what you're looking for? I don't or? think
1: he's going to stay Professor Hulk, to be honest. Oh, I, uh,
0: I kind of think he does. I think he does. Well, I think I that think allows Mark is, Rolfio, Mark Ruffalo, to to, to, to act be more. more to, yeah.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if we see an expansion on that character a little bit, especially after the She-Hulk stuff. I I I. This isn't... I'm not basing on any rumor or anything. I don't know enough. But I could see where Mark... You know, the duality is still there. He can still be Banner. mm mm-hmm. um, But you're, you're not wrong. It, it, that's less screen time for him if he is not... Well,
0: I mean, obviously he still voices and he still does mo- motion capture, but he becomes a different type of character. I don't know. It just... Um... I just think that yeah that that to me I think Professor Hulk is probably the more rewarding of the of the options on that unless you do Gray Hulk or you know well, what did, what did they what did Gray Hulk Mister Mister fix it Mister fix it yeah, yeah isn't that what he well, called I himself anyways
1: There was there was a great you know there have been even within the the subgenre uh, there's been there has been Savage Hulk. There's been Immortal Hulk, which is the current one, where each mm-hmm. time he dies, he comes back more powerful. Um, it's it's been a fucking phenomenal story. I can't recommend the, the current run on Hulk more than it's just awesome, Mister um, Fix It. There was what I believe they just called Smart Hulk, which you know he was yeah. still smashing and literally smashing Betty Banner wearing a you know a white tank top and and carrying around guns there was that period um
0: yeah why would the hulk need to use a gun
1: i don't know but he did for a long time for maybe
0: maybe uh maybe he wasn't as strong then
1: i don't think he was as strong but he was um i i didn't read during that time so i can't really weigh in but I I got right at the tail end of the. I can't think of Peter's names at the moment. uh, Keith David. uh, David.
0: David Foster Wallace. Keith David. David. Keith Herring.
1: Keith Herring was here. Oh, I can't. I cannot.
0: All right. Uh, Here's my next one. My next one. Thomas Jefferson. Alexander Hamilton. I know what you're thinking. Monty, Thomas Jefferson, and Adams seems like the, the, the thought line there. Uh, Hamilton and Burr, right? No. Jefferson, Hamilton. Uh, that, to me, is a good rivalry. And it's a rivalry that ends with one just kind of going away. Uh, Adams and Jefferson never got as dirty as they could have been. They like to do their manip- manipulations. But I really like Jefferson and Hamilton, especially because... Jefferson gets Hamilton's support because Hamilton is so petty he won't give it to Adams. That's how Jefferson becomes president. Um, I think I love all. Uh, if you've ever, if you you uh, you haven't seen Hamilton, yet, I haven't right? seen Hamilton yet, but when, I will see it when it comes. To when Disney it comes to, it comes to Disney Plus, you'll see it. Uh, that does a great job. Look, everything I know about Hamilton, I learned from the same book that Lin Manuel Miranda read. Right, so we both have these same ideas about Hamilton um jefferson it's it's so funny because lately my wife and i have had these conversations about what statues should be pulled down and what statues we shouldn't pull down and, and things like that and one of the things i talk about about jefferson is this guy is such a fucking prick on a lot of different levels he owned slaved he raped slaves but he wrote something that is so magnificent that it's, it's not a full redeemer, but that there's a part of me that can't not love what he wrote. Same thing goes um, to uh, the framers of the Constitution uh, and what they did. Um, they were all
1: know. slave owners. Well, not all of them. But not mean, all of them,
0: good. but a lot of them were. And they did some crazy things. And they certainly never meant it to mean anyone other than their white male selves. But they wrote some shit <laughs> that can grow and is beautiful. Um and Madison is, uh, you know, is one of those as well. James Madison is a framer of the Constitution. He is, um, he is also a piece of shit in a lot of different ways. But you know, he re- he writes this incredible thing. Hamilton is uh, opportunistic, um, and he's he is um, driven and obsessive, and he's not perfect in any way uh, either. Um, But actually, I think we're a better company or a better country because these two rivals were fighting for our soul very early on. And I think Mm. the biggest thing, the best thing that ever happened to us was we get somebody like Washington, who the entire time he was the steward of this country, was thinking about the future and thinking about its growth and its stability and trying very hard to not tip one way or the other that would cause us to go into the precipice i think we were on a tight rope and he did an amazing job of balancing but what he had was on one hand he had jefferson on the other hand he had hamilton and they had differing views of the way our future should be and they were desperately trying to prove themselves to both washington and to the greater public and i think that is part of the reason why it's we're such um We're uh, such a country that has so much potential and we've pissed away some of that potential, but I think we still have it. But uh, I think those two rival thoughts, those two rival um, ideals that they had uh, and their their two driven rivaled men are the reason why we're in good shape today is because we had it. Also, um, Hamilton's such a good fucking musical. I can't wait for you to see it. I wish, honestly, I wish I could go and see it again for the first time um because it's so good it's so good anyway um so yeah i i was gonna have them before blofeld and bond but i didn't want to do tesla and then another uh real religious or uh, uh real life uh rivals so that's what i did
1: um uh, stick that, around a little, little right? bit later yeah, on we've
0: that's... got uh, martin luther and pope uh <laughs> innocence the fourth no
1: what's that no. you have what you have one more left
0: I have one more left. Yes, I have one okay, more left. I, I, I have
1: what I at least what I'm calling my number one, and then I have a handful of honorable mentions. But
0: I I could roll off a couple more honorable mentions, but I have yeah one, uh, one 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 major one left. So what's what's your number one there, baby?
1: Well, I, again, I sticking to the comic book world that I know because I can speak on it more than anything. But I will say Prime and Megatron.
0: I almost had them today
1: because. They really are the yin and the yang of most of my childhood. Um, Playing, really, Megatron is evil. He is the bad guy. He's the quintessential cartoon character bad guy. Uh, Little logic other than just wanting power and energon. Um, And then Prime being such a cowboy in a way I mm-hmm. uh, you know when you listen to the like prime's a cowboy he's uh when when you see what the, the actor who does the voice um and I am drawing a blank on the actor's name at the moment but he looks like he could be the Marlboro man
0: you yeah know? just no I've yeah yeah
1: and um
0: I think well he has a John Wayne quality to the way prime runs
1: Exactly. Absolutely. When when he's done other voices, I am so mad at myself for not on the spot, not remembering his name. But uh, Frank Welker is Megatron. I know that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Roll, roll. Yeah. (laughs) Why won't you
0: die? I'm sorry. That was in the red. It was way too loud for my microphone.
1: Uh, But, you know, their rivalry has spanned... That, yeah, yeah i was even i even heard a one wonder, a wonderful millions of years millions of right. by the cartoon uh a wonderful comparison bringing it back to the civil rights movement um that transformers has lasted for 40 years and the civil war didn't <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should put up
0: yeah yeah confederacy of only of lasted optimistic. yeah confederacy only lasted five years uh, yeah, absolutely. It,
1: it was like I, it, the person who posted this said, said, "I really would like a statue of Bumblebee." It <laughs> <that> was pretty, <laughs> pretty humorous. Um, <laughs> anyway, I do feel like that, that especially in the way that they're ending in the Transformers animated movie. Um, it's over Prime. Yeah, is, is so iconic in the in in their. Coming to head, and them both dying because of that. Technically, I mean, yeah. yes, no, Megatron's it. reformed, but they both died there. And...
0: Yeah, I um, I, I, <laughs> uh, I think that's a good. I actually in the the it's so funny in the in the opening I had, um, the prime to my Megatron, and then I uh, erased it and put the homophobic stepdad to my Human uh, <laughs> poster, um, because I literally went. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna have Prime and, I, <laughs> and Megatron on his list. He's gonna have it, and I don't want to sabotage him, so I'm gonna change it. I, I like. I knew you wouldn't have Claw and Inspector Gadget. I knew you weren't gonna have Swiper and Dora. And then I did that one, and I was like, No, no, there's too great of a chance that he's gonna do it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. So. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a great one. I. I definitely. I, I like that. And I thought about all of that too. I almost put this on my list as well um, because of the fact, yeah, like they are very, they are very good versus evil. They are very cut and dry. Megatron is about conquer and all he wants to do is gain power and rule. And, 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 Mega, and, and, and Optimus Prime is all about keeping people safe. It's di- diametrically opposed. They are about, prime's duty is to keep his autobots safe the people of the world that he's landed on safe that's what he's all about and uh and it's really kind of weird to me too because look prime's not uh, an elected official like and for all we know the autobots are the
1: military uh
0: yeah he's but he's the leader but is he elected a leader no, no, the matrix of your leadership passes down, chooses, which is just yeah. the same as uh, some uh, wet tart throwing a sword out of a lake, right? I mean, it's the same kind of thing, right?
1: Sure. Yeah, I can That's that's fair.
0: So it's not like he's the truth, justice, in the American way. He's just about protection. I mean, he's a good person, but he also it's not like you know. I don't know. There's some there's some things that I always think about, like oh yeah, it's totally an uh, you know the Autobots are a uh, military. Uh, junta at best (laughs) he's the general and that's how their whole society is built i don't know they're robots it It doesn't matter it is
1: weird when you think about the dichotomy of the existence of both because they they literally are just constantly warring factions right and i'm sure that somewhere along the line there's been comics or novels or something that that went into them I will living a day-to-day life i will but... say this
0: right away don't read the transformers comics especially not the uk ones it's just going to melt your goddamn brain your your 80s kid american brain is just going to fucking melt because marvel fun. uk they, comics they fun. <laughs> are fun sure but they're f- uh, like everyone you ever liked is dead already It's just like fucking
1: came out of those, uh, if I recall. Death's Head came out of
0: Yeah, it's so goddamn crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. And you're right. It's it's sort of that cowboy and then that conquering Nazi. That's what it is. It's just, it's John Wayne v. the Nazis. It's John Wayne and a buffed up Hitler taking each other out. And
1: Megatron really never had any redeemable qualities. I mean, he was entertaining, but. And he's it's amazing,
0: Starscream is the one where you look at it and you go, well, fuck, at least he's not Starscream. Like, he does have no return- redeemable qualities, but at least he's not annoying, you know? I yeah. Know. That's funny. Um, I, I think uh, that that's a good one. I like that one. So here is my here's my number one, and it's crazy, and I've saved this one because it's literally my craziest one. Are you ready? I am. This is my ultimate rivalry. Mario v. Luigi.
1: That what? is a great one. That's a great one. And that I'll tell great. you why.
0: I'll tell you why. It's player one versus player two, baby. It is totally it's the only cool. fucking rivalry in the game. It's you and your buddy taking turns to see who gathers the most fucking points. Mario mm-hmm. v. Luigi no matter how many times they reboot this or whatever you barely ever play together as fucking Mario and Luigi you're usually playing against each other
1: uh-huh that is that is a brilliant uh, and, and until recent i shouldn't say until recent but the first couple versions of them they were identical except in appearance i mean basically it was their appearance was slightly different Otherwise, it was just a green version and a red version of the exact same
0: thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now their powers and shapes and sizes are a little different, but at least for Super Mario Brothers and Mario, the, the original Mario Brothers, I don't remember Luigi being in Donkey Kong or anything like that. No, I
0: mean, he was. I I don't. Donkey Kong's player two might have. I don't. I don't think. I don't know if it's canonically <laughs> Luigi. I think it comes from Super Mario Brothers. I think with. I think with Donkey Kong, you were still playing Mario. You were just player one and player two. I think it's with Super Mario Brothers; they change it to Luigi. They make it brothers. They make it two separate characters because they know that you're going to be playing against each other. It was a, against that. It's that head-to-head sort of thing. But yeah, I, this is just my allegory for for player one and player two. You, the the person, yeah. right? You know,
1: that's that's excellent. I think it's a
0: uh well thanks i tried really hard i really no, like I, th-
1: I i actually think that's a very good number one
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for, well, for both and... i i
0: it, it, it originally i had this as number four but i knew that ernst blofeld and bond were weak and then you know like we always do as we were going through i was trying to pick themes and stuff like that but
1: did you I, I I come back. over to my house when i i I, I remember when I got my first got Nintendo. I know Edwin came over and played a few times. Did you just ever come over and we'd play up my room and play? Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. And
0: I think so. And then I got mine and then uh, I got the stupid joystick, which was what the fuck? Was oh, yeah. One, the NES advantage. Yeah. Why was anyone pa- giving me money to do to do that shit? Why was anyone spending any extra money on me playing video games? I'm terrible at them to this day. I'm terrible. Why my mom and dad were tricked into buying anything extra? didn't have the robot though um yeah no and i loved i loved and we used to go play that game down uh down at quick shop as well uh, oh
1: that's yeah that's right
0: on mission so there you go i mean that that to me and that was to me it's always like i always like cooperative games because i suck so i always want somebody who's better at <laughs> I always want Tim Ham to bail me out and be my co-op partner That's so that I don't look so fucking sucky. Fair, yeah. But yeah. but um, I did love I loved getting beat. It didn't matter. I loved getting beat uh, playing that game because it was just fun. Just fun to go plug oh, money into those Oh, That gives
1: me a great idea for uh, another um, another topic. Podcast we do. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Best arcade games. Oh
0: shit. We're both just going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, motherfucker. You know what it's going to no, be. No, no, that'll be no.
1: high on my list, but it won't be my number one. All right. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, well, it's not going to be Dragon's okay, Quest. So That's
0: too fucking... Or Dragon's Lair. Was it Dragon's Quest oh, or Dragon's Lair? It's too hard. It's too hard. It was you know so beautiful. Netflix cartoon I know. I know. And it looks like the video game. Do you remember how beautiful that video game oh, was? Oh, yeah. And
1: uh, Ace... God uh, damn Space it. Ace. Space, Space Ace. Ace Space Ace, yeah. Same people. Yeah.
0: Um, God. Well, it's almost the exact same character. That's what's funny about it. Look at dragons! I, oh yeah, Space it's Don
1: blues Don yeah. and, um yeah. Okay, so yeah, any honorable mentions you want to throw in? This? Um, well, this is-
0: well, this is like a long ass podcast. uh I don't really, I don't necessarily. I mean, I I thought about it's it's funny because we've talked so much. I thought about He Man and Skeletor, but sure. I don't know if it's just bitter enemies, rivals. I don't know if rivals is the right word for them. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that was a little that was a little tough for me.
1: I was trying to think um, of like Batman and Joker. I really do think, at least in in DC terms, when you think of anybody who um, who who has an arch villain, even Superman and Luther do not compare. I, I no. I, you can you can talk about Superman without talking about Luther. It's really hard to talk about Batman without talking about the Joker. Yeah. Um, I also had Fraser Ali because I vaguely remember stories about it when I was a kid. Uh, also, I have Mike and Rath. Oh yeah, but I'm not talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles You're thinking about I just I actually the Michelangelo, actual, what Michelangelo and the rivalry he had with Mike uh, with Raphael because Raphael's style was such was much more refined. And when people couldn't get Michelangelo because he was so elusive and expensive, they mm-hmm. would go to Raphael, and Raphael had all his Raphaelites. Yeah, and and they would paint in their way that was similar to Michelangelo, and, and in many ways, I would argue better. Um, but yeah, uh,
0: I had. I it's weird that you said that because I had Leo and Raphael, so. that those were the turtles though um yeah let's see Hefner and Flint no Uh, no
1: (laughs) I have have one big one but I know that that it is something to save for another podcast but DC versus Marvel
0: yeah oh you know what we have talked a lot about um I would say Grant versus Lee but there's no comparison Grant is a thousand times fucking better than Lee and I'm not just saying that because Lee's a piece of shit slave owner fuck wad and traitor I mean Lee's reputation On the is fifty dollar bill. Yeah, in our,
1: in Lee. Well, Grant's to me, is, yeah.
0: To me, Lee is. Uh, I could talk about this for a lot of, a lot of hours. To me, Lee is the most overhyped, overpromised. Uh, uh, people have apologized for him for years. He is not as good as he fucking seems to be. Grant is so much better of a fucking general than Lee will ever hope to be, and. Uh, And that's why fucking Grant won. Um, It's funny. I I really, honestly, I was actually thinking, like, Grant and Sherman, were they rivals? No, they weren't. They were a great team. Fucking great team. Huh? Uh, Great fucking team. There's so many things like that. I I tried to look back. Oh, my God. Patton and Montgomery. That should be... I know just of the, the that should be a rival that we talk a rivalry that we fucking sure, talk about. Sure, they're both on the um, same side, but they both desperately wanted to be. I, each I, I other also wrote
1: Manning were. and Brady, so
0: yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I assume Eli.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> just, yeah, no, I, you kidding. know what? I hate to say this, but Tom Brady really is the greatest of all time. I,
0: well, let's see how he pisses away the, the rest of his career in fucking Tampa Bay um all right he's got
1: gronk now so
0: yeah like, I mean, that's great i'm glad that you didn't say anything ridiculous like nebraska and colorado or nebraska and oklahoma or any of that shit i'm glad you didn't do that thank you i
1: really was trying to stick away from teams i wanted individuals so yeah i,
0: mean, I think that, no i think that's a good choice you said well let's include sports and i try to actually think of some sports one but nothing ever really clicked with me
1: uh, McGuire and Sosa was, uh, it, I think that's, I yeah, that was a good what, choice. What I grew up with, and I remember that being a,
0: although I did consider Lakers Celtics Magic, oh, yeah,
1: Magic, and yeah, Magic, Magic, and Bird.
0: Yeah, Magic and Bird. Yeah, I, those are good. I
1: remember that video game.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Um, ladies and gents, this has been an hour's worth of this podcast, which is wow, far it too fucking long. God, um, it is late, isn't it? yeah, Rob, okay. Robbie, uh, all right. Uh, which one? Who's going to be declared? Uh, oh, I,
1: I do think you won because uh, your number one is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah.
0: That's what I think, too. I'm glad we're on the same page. I love it when we agree that I won. Yeah. Well, uh, if that's the case, then, Rob, you're the loser, which means you have to say our catchphrase, our sign-off, the thing that we say every single episode of this podcast. Uh, we found this catchphrase written in Sumerian on a tablet. <laughs> it's
1: definitely been in Sumerian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm was, pretty sure it's somewhere in the Bible Oh, it's
0: definitely, yeah, it's definitely It's definitely in the Bible um, Revelation, of course, I'm sure we, it's in yeah, Revelation We discovered it uh, carved into a, uh, a pot uh, In a Phoenician uh, whorehouse That we excavated <laughs> uh, When we were nine years old And uh, we've been saying it ever since Rob, what's that catchphrase?
1: One shall stand, one shall fall Prime, why throw away your life so recklessly? That's a question you should ask yourself, Megatron. Oh, it's the
0: the impressions I do it.
1: Yeah, that's...